Hello, Fight Insight fans. It's your boy, Princey D and Timmy B. And we got today. And today we've got a special guest. We've got our boy, Bilal. Bilal, say what up to the fans. The, the, What's the up, millions yo? and millions of people out there watching us right about now. Uh, we are, we've got another exciting episode. We've got a lot to talk about and we've got a lot to unveil. We got a lot yeah. of stuff to show you guys. Oh, we man. Got two, we got two big unveils. One is, well, they're both kind of like prototype unveils. And then, but before we do get to that, I do want to say hello to Brandon. Brandon is our buddy from P4P Markham. What's going on, Brandon? Nothing much. Um, I don't know what these unveils are. So, um, yeah, this was yeah. not in the memo. So, no. <laughs> these were not in the, yeah, these weren't in the prep sheets for Brandon. And he was actually asking me, Prince, before he's like, yeah. Who's the who's the fight on site? Who's the two contenders? I'm like, oh, no, no, you no, don't get yeah. to know that either. Like that is top secret until it happens. Brandon, it's we need to capture your genuine response. Like we yeah. got to have natural surprises and we got to have your natural uh, answers to these like really difficult and thought provoking questions. Am I right yeah, to agree? Because the thing is, yeah. there's going to be lots of flip flopping. I'm going to be like, yeah, nah, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no, this this is a pretty simple one this week and. Uh, also, um, thanks to Mark Bowden last week for showing up. We're going to be able to perfectly judge your body language to see the disappointment in your in your face and in your body language. So that's going to be fine. We'll do great. It's okay. I got a good poker face. There you go. All right. We'll see. Go. We'll see. <laughs> so, Timmy B, should I unveil the first thing? The first unveiling? All right, guys. Yeah. So listen up, man. This is on the works. As you know that I'm also you know, an avid music producer slash hip hop artist slash R&B singer slash slash techno producing type of dude. Uh, I've hmm. produced something. Actually, I'm with shout out to my boy RJ who helped me produce this bad boy because this thing is a right. monster. So watch us in iTunes. Guys, listen up for the new soundtrack coming out real soon. Listen, peep the technique. Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. One sec, one sec, not one sec, one sec. That's a, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh, damn, damn. Guys, nice. listen up. So if you guys couldn't hear what I was saying, I was saying, yo, it's Princey. Yo, yo, it's Princey D. Timmy B. Fight inside. Yeah, 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 it's right. That's right. That's right. So you oh guys will God. be hearing that soon. The intros will be coming out. Um, yeah, so a little bit of a prototype. So if you guys, you know, tune in, you'll be hearing the, the final product. And uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the unveiling. So go, Tim, I want to carry it away. Carry it away. Brandon is speechless. What do you think, yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, replay that in my head. Just, just remember it and just, you know, etch yeah. it in there. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it to you as a ringtone for you, Brandon. Oh, awesome. That's going to be my text ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's just constant all day long. <laughs> um, do we want to do the second unveil now, Prince, or leave that for later? Oh, I feel man. like I got to do it now because I'm hot. I know. Me too. I think it's time to go. Okay, do right. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's Ready? Do it. Brandon? Second unveiling. Oh, I don't, I don't got one of those. Oh, <laughs> that was also not in my memo. That was, 
Yes. Light and Okay. Oh, Here. man. Oh, it's, no. uh, these are two prototypes we have, Brandon, but they are coming out soon. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like it. Nice it's and much big. better than the uh, fist in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no. go ahead. Go ahead. I was I was gonna say, Prince. Do you mind if I show people one of the old? You talked the other day about the um, de like the prototypes that we had before, like how the how it went through a thousand revisions. Can I show one of them? Oh, yeah. Oh. I have it up here. Ready, Brandon? This is what we started. Like, no, actually. A thousand. What I'm going to show you now is like when we were working on our logo, this is like many versions in like this isn't this is like after a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's. Yeah. Oh, baby. Look I at like that. that really? A That's little bit. Kind of, you know, I. Ooh. It makes sense. I know what you're going for here. Guys, yeah. you know, uh, guys, whoever's watching right now, when uh, we were setting kind. that up, when we were setting that was that one up. Tim kept saying this X and Y Z access. I'm like, what are you oh, yeah. talking about, Tim? Okay, like, can you explain what was that all about? Because what the what the X and the Y and the Z <laughs> meant? Like, I you kept referring to it, and I'm just like, since when did we like uh, refer to letters now? Yeah, we were doing some top secret algebra there. Yeah, we were doing like yeah, because everything wasn't balanced. I was like, why is this like it's so lopsided? There's more of it on here, anyways. But. That was one of our first logos. So I'll, I'll keep showing some of the old ones, Prince, and uh, we'll keep showing people some of the old ones. But all right, let's get into a talk. Oh, and so for the shirts, yes. uh, we are going to start getting them for sale for people that want. And so if you do want one for now, uh, hit us up, uh, email us, message us. Prince, where do they email us at? You can email us at fightinsidepod at gmail.com. Okay, you also follow us at YouTube, Instagram, Spotify. Uh, iTunes, you got it. We're all there. You can follow us. And um, also, I wanted to give a big shout out to our my boy uh, Daniel and Amelia. Uh, little things that count. They are the ones who developed these oh. shirts. Like they're the ones that actually uh, put it together. And yeah, I love it. Like definitely check them nice. out. So it's called Little Things That Count. So again, I mean, with Fight Inside Podcast, we're all about supporting our local businesses and so that's one and diva studios for developing the t uh the logo itself and uh yeah uh timmy b a lot of work the, in this thing that's it i know you know we'll work. put that and we'll put the we'll put the links uh for those uh for especially for the the people that made the shirts we'll put the link uh in our youtube for this week mm -hmm. uh first thing we want to talk about is the four million dollar bet so what am i talking about here we're talking about when uh, Dana White was on somewhere, and they're uh, talking about Mike Tyson. Was it hot boxing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, see, this is why we have Brandon here. And then, <laughs> our, so Brand, okay, so Brandon, you tell us what what happened there in that in that uh, thing. Um, he was on hot boxing with Mike, and then they were talking about, you know, just how whichever Paul brother is going to be fighting Ben Askren. You know, his kid's not a real fighter. He's just a you know goofy YouTuber. He's just acting like. You know, he, he knows what he's doing and all that. And then um, Dana was just like, you know, honestly, this is just nonsense. You know, I'll put a million dollars on it um, just to see Ben Askren, you know, whoop his butt. And then <laughs> on Instagram, of course, he messages yeah. him back. He's just like, you know what? Why don't we make it two? And, you know, we'll wire the money to you know, a middleman. And then yeah. we'll have $4 million. It'll be a $4 million bet. And we'll see who wins, who's really a boxer. And then after I beat Ben Askren, me and you will fight because you know you're a boxer. I'm just a YouTuber, right? So it's going to be easy for you. Yeah. And yeah. Then, you know, oh my god. 
So, I mean, yeah, so Dana White is on and said, and like jokingly is kind of, and he's not betting anyone in particular, right? He's just saying like, I would bet a million dollars. He's going to, he's mm-hmm. going to lose. And then Jake Paul sees it and responds like as he's watching it, right? That's the video I saw where he's kind of like watching it. And then he's like, what? He's like, I will put 2 million on the line and we'll make it a $4 million bet. And it's like, how does Dana White back out of this now? Right? Like, I mean, That's is he so going like, to actually bet? Like, what I do you know. think? I feel like Dana White has the, the ability to really talk to insiders on, like, the Paul camp and, like, the Askren camp and just, like, figure out how good, how, like, the odds, you know what I mean? Like, he can talk to these people and be like, okay, like, how, how well do you think he can, he can do it? Do you think his chances are good? And then, because right now they're not doing any odds. It's just going to be a one-to-one. So, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's another thing they need to talk about too, like odds. Like you're going a, at the end of the day, Ben Askren is a professional fighter and you've got Jake Paul who fought, I don't even know who the first guy was, and Nate Robinson, a basketball yeah. player, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is happening? But the guy, okay, but Jake Paul is pretty ripped. And when you, like, <laughs> he's not, okay, but he's not, he's not like some, oh dork. my he's, gosh, Tim. He's, is, hold on, hold on. Tim, Tim, hold on. He's not, rat. no, yeah, but he's not, yeah. hold on. He's not some dorky YouTube guy. That's not training. Like, it's not like, you know, when they used to have those, um, where they would have like screech from say by the bell came in and fought a guy. Like it was that celebrity boxing and you just have guys that like mm. barely trained. This guy at least looks like he's legit training. And he's surrounding himself with people. He has had two fights regardless. I mean, at least like, you know, like octagon jitters and all that. Like at least he's gone in and he's actually fought people in crowds of, you know, like thousands and thousands of people. So it's not like he's nothing. And Ben Askren is a guy that came over from 1FC on the trade for Demetrius Johnson. He comes over, has a controversial win over Lawler, and then... Mm -hmm gets murdered by Masvidal in uh, five seconds and then gets released. So it's like, I mean, what is this guy? He's not a striker. He's a wrestler. He's like a ground and pounder. Mm -hmm. And Prince, like, what do you think? Uh, I guess the only thing that I can say is that, listen, Dana White, Jake Paul, Fight Insight, we're we're, going to sweeten the pot for you guys, okay? We're going to sweeten the pot. We're, no, no, listen. We're going to sw- sweeten the pot for you guys and let you guys know we're throwing our own bet. Between me, Timmy B, and Brand B. Lau, we're throwing mm. an extra $20. What? <laughs> 20 combined or 20 each? No, $20 between the three of us. So this, Ooh, thank God. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like yeah, that's that. good. Yeah, I mean, $20. No, yeah. I, I, you know what? We'll just, you know, $5 each. So we've got $5 left over. So we can, I don't know, we can buy like a Kit Kat if you guys want and split that in yeah. three as well. If that's Head, cool. Hedge the bet and vote for Paul. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. $20, Dana White, Jake Paul. Guys, Canadian currency. All right. We're throwing it on the line. All right. And we're betting on Dana White to take it because someone's already bet on Jake. Someone's already bet on Ben. Who's betting on Dana? No one. Dana, 20 bucks, says you're going to take it. Hard work, dedication. So what Prince is betting for is that it's going to go full WWE, okay, whenever the fight goes on. Then Dana is just going to bust in and start, you know, attacking and just beat them both up. That's it. Because, you know, Dana White's ripped. You know what I mean? He can do like 20 points yeah. or something like that. At yeah, least. You're, you're, you're right. No, he's, he's right. Like, you said, Tim, you're right. Let's see, like, he's ripped. You know, he, he's, <laughs> he's rock solid. He should be able to take on uh, Jake. So, 
Um, yeah, so twenty dollars goes to to our bet, my bets on Dana White. Hopefully, he, he uh, you know he beats him up and um, you know he takes that dub. I mean, honestly, though, as a businessman, that just seems like I know you're just out here running your mouth and stuff like that, but you know that any little bit of attention you give these guys, you're gonna go for it. And honestly, if I'm Ben Askren, yeah. I'm pissed because I'm thinking I got cut, and now this guy's willing to pay, you know a million, two million dollars. Like you could have given that to me. You could have put me in an event. Yeah. You use that two million towards the event and we all would have made money. But now you're just throwing it onto, you know, Jake Paul or whatever. And the thing that really pisses me off is just like Dana's been talking about how this is all nonsense and stuff like that. But like right. you're you're contributing to it now. You're putting yeah. four million dollars now on, yeah. on this thing. Like you're yeah. legitimizing it. Yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah, like you might as well not talk about it. Right, like he's better to not talk about because yeah, you cut this guy, you like totally ended it, mm -hmm. and then now you now you think that he's gonna win. Like if you think that he could beat this guy, why, why wouldn't you have kept him in the UFC and at least have him fight like unranked guys, like be a gatekeeper? Yeah. You you traded away Demetrius Johnson for this guy, yeah. Like I know, crazy that's, man. Anyways, that's an interesting like, fight. Aspen yeah. at least has a name, you know? And, like, the thing is, with a Lawler win, it's, like, at the end of the day, a win is a win because you can't keep, like, after a couple of years, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, he won, but it was controversial. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with the Masvidal thing, it's just, like, come on. That kind of stuff is so crazy. And yeah. just to cut him right away and not give him a chance. Because it was, like, um, who was that guy, the heavyweight, who was just throwing, like, jump, like, Fabrizio Verdum against uh, when he was throwing those against, leaping, like, yeah. who teaches you how to defend against that? And against Tra against Travis seconds. Brown, it was Travis yeah. Brown. He just jumped exactly. at him and threw the flying kick. Yeah, and it landed. Yeah. How do you defend yeah. against that? And especially when you're doing a flying knee, when the first, you know, this guy got like the entire octagon as a runway. It's yeah. just like, come on, give him some kind of chance. Like you literally, like you said, you gave away Johnson, who you were telling everybody was your P for P number one fighter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then now it's just, you know, eh, go away. It was right after he did that amazing suplex into the flying, into the yeah, arm bar. Remember that? Armor. That was yes. crazy. That was amazing. Against, uh, who did you do that against? Ray Borg, I think maybe. But man, that was a, that was that, so amazing. Was uh, yeah. Anyways, $4 million bet. Yeah. I don't think this guy should be talking. I think now he's dug himself in a hole because now he's got to put up the 2 million. I mean, mm -hmm. Cause, and, and the way that, um, that we'll get, we'll end this topic, but the way that Jake Paul said it too, he was so smart. Cause he goes, yeah, we'll wire the money t into an escrow. Like he was like being very like proper about it too. Right. We're not using mm -hmm. anything shady. We're going to put it into this account and then whoever wins gets it right. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, that was crazy. I don't know. And, uh, can't find anyways, anymore. no, that's right. You can't, you're stuck. Uh, second thing we wanted to talk about Prince is. Our favorite, hold on, Brandon, I apologize, your face here. Favorite professional trainer slash coach. So we were talking about uh, just around, you know, sometimes the coaches get a lot of publicity. And so we just wanted to ask who's your favorite coach. So uh, our guest, I will let you go first, Brandon. Um, I'm going to say, first off, it's going to be like Freddie Roach. Bam! And then if I had to choose like a second and a third, maybe Zahavi and um, Reynoso, like the father-son that that trains Canelo yeah, yeah. and uh, Ryan Garcia and all that, just because um, 
I think Freddie Roach is just crazy to see because like this guy was a boxer himself and he wasn't crazy or anything like that. But uh, then he got Parkinson's part of his boxing career. And then now he's out here training, you know, Manny Pacquiao and he's going out here and teaching him how to dominate. And he's taking in guys like Anderson Silva. And uh, honestly, I don't even know who's on his roster because there's so many of them. But you know, you know who is like, on his roster? Don't say Ben Askren. Ben Askren. Oh my god! I, I swear, I'm pretty. I'm like 99 sure on that. I think he just hired Ben Askren. Wow. Uh, sorry, he just hired Freddie Roach. Oh, but Woody, I mean, how much are you going to do in like a short amount of time? And I don't know what that means when you say you hired him, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, but. But I'm yeah. curious what Roach can do with, with Askren because, I mean, maybe he's just a diamond in the rough and he just needed, you know, that guy to, to show, him, show him what's good, you know? Yeah, yeah. I will say, like, it's funny because you said that Roach wasn't, like, an amazing boxer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, that is funny because, you know, a coach doesn't always need to be the best of the sport in doing For it sure. himself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's not like... Uh, I like when I used to play tennis growing up and I used to coach and then people would always go like, Oh, like how come you're not like winning all the tournaments? And I'm like, you think Andre Agassi's coach could like go and beat everybody. Like if Andre Agassi's coach could beat everyone, then he'd be in there beating. Like a coach is more than just a a coach is more than just being able to do it. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's cool that you said Freddie Roach because yeah, like Freddie Roach. Yeah. He didn't have to be the greatest, but he can be an amazing coach. So Mm -hmm. yeah. He's just keeping up with the Parkinson's, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're picking a guy who trains Manny Pacquiao, which is uh, Prince's, you know. It's my international hero. Like, if the man ran for uh, the president of the Philippines, half of Canada would uh, vote for the guy. Actually, the whole world would just – we would just all call in and be like, yeah, we're all voting. We Our vote counts. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, good pick, Brandon. Actually, yeah. I mean, Freddie Roach, like, amazing story, amazing trainer, amazing amazing, uh, coach. And you see some of the training um, sessions that he has with his fighters. Like some of them are just like, whoa, like this guy knows his stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, yeah. So, so I, my next, Timmy B, or is it you? Your pick. Oh, okay, my pick. So, guys, so my pick um, would be the gla- late, great um, Abdelmop Nargodov. So, it's uh, Khabib's uh, dad. Um, this guy is an absolute genius he is a phenomenal coach actually just reading on some of his uh achievements so he actually his brother um actually was uh, uh won the first uh won the world sambo championship of ukraine's national team in 1992 so that was actually his dad's first ever uh big success as a coach and then after that he's actually in the russian book world of records uh, and actually raised the most uh, most number of combat sambo champions uh, in the world he's trained 18 world champions during his coaching career so this guy is amazing and the discipline and uh, the respect that he in like he drills into his fighters and look look at khabib khabib is a prime example he's never swayed away from the blueprint from the game plan he's always stayed within uh, what he was taught and the same sparring partners and the same training regime like he, he he stuck with it and look how successful the man is and I mean I respect Khabib too because I mean he's like hey uh, I just want to let you guys know that this will be my last fight and um, I'm not stepping in back into the ring without my dad and that's 
I respect that. Like honestly, that this 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 coach right here is a prime example. He's he's a great dad and also like a phenomenal coach. So I honestly mm-hmm. think this, this guy right here is gonna he's gonna go down in history as one of the best, right? And even in um, in his country now, like he's hailed as a hero, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, my that's my pick. That's a good pick. Uh, my pick, and I'm so mad because. I lost my photo, but I actually met this guy and I was, I was scrolling. I was looking for my photos. I was looking through my deletes. I don't know why I deleted. I must've looked really bad in the photo, but I met him, <laughs> uh, Rafael Cordero Ooh. from, uh, so he is at King's MMA in Huntington beach, California. So when I mm-hmm. went down in 2018, 17, I knew their gym was there. Mm. And uh, so I, I was looking it up when we're, when we're in California and uh, I find King's MMA. And so I go down there and it's this really cool looking gym, but it wasn't on the beach. And I was like kind of confused, but then I go in and the guy that was there was so nice. And he's like, oh yeah, this is like the second gym. The actual one is over on the beach in Huntington beach. He's like, you can go down there. He goes, and he, he took us around the gym. Like my wife and I, he took us around and he was showing us everything. It was so cool. And then he's like, go down there on Thursday morning or whatever the day was. And he goes, go down there, tell them that I said, it's okay. That's the day that all the professionals go and do their sparring training. So, so like two days later I show up, there's Benil Dariush, there's Fabricio Verdum, there's Leota Leota Machida. uh, And, uh, wait, who's the last one for doom Machida Dariush. Oh, and of course my favorite was Kelvin Gastelum. And this is when he was training to fight Anderson Silva and that fight got canceled. But so the whole gym is packed with all these like pros, but like, those are the ones that I recognize, right. From UFC. There's, there's Cordero, coach Cordero. He's there training all the guys talking, they're sparring. It was so cool to see, man. And then like Dariush, who is now like on a total roll, he was a monster, man. He was like kneeing people like crazy. I was just like, Oh my God, like watching it. It was so cool. I, and then at the back of the gym, there was a cage and uh, Rafael Cordero's wife was there and you see her in a lot of photos. And she was like, oh, you like Calvin Gaston? We're like, yeah, like that's my favorite fighter. She's like, just, she's like, just go to the back. Just go like, just go stand next to the cage and watch him. And he was, <laughs> Gaston is in there in the cage and he's just murdering guys. And then after he, after he beat them, they would leave the cage. Another guy would come in and he was just wrestling them and, and like sparring with them. It was crazy to watch. And then um, it was really cool. And then I remember we're standing there and all of a sudden this guy comes tumbling next to us. And like he would, cause they were sparring like right behind us. And this guy comes tumbling right next to us. And as we look down, here comes Verdum running at the guy, like just hitting him. Oh my God. It was so cool, man. Just like, holy. and everyone there though, super respectful, such a good vibe in that gym. Like it was crazy, beautiful gym, beautiful vibe. At the end of it, Cordero grabs all the guys is doing like motivational speech and everything. And like, you could tell the respect that they all had for this guy, but you could also see the community that he had built in this gym. And it was so beautiful. And then at the end, he calls my wife and I over and he goes, Oh, where are you guys from? And he starts talking to us. And he's like, yeah, take some photos with us. And he's like, do you have your gear? Like, do you train? Do you want to train with us? And we're like, Oh, like we don't have our stuff here, you know? And he's like, next time you come to California, you come here, you be my guest. Like 
so friendly, man. This guy, like, it was amazing. Gaslam, yeah, Gaslam took us over to the where the where the King's MMA signs were, and then he was like taking photos with us and stuff. Like, such a nice guy, man. But Cordero, I have to say, from that moment on, my favorite. I mean, always like his cool smile, right? Like the <laughs> smile that he always has. Like that's totally him, man. He's like just such a nice guy. So uh, he's got a he's got a big stable of of guys, man. Like so you know what that's you know cool. you know what Tim? I can I can picture you standing by the ring cage like this with your fingers right on it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and, and I could see you go, guess him. Autograph, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Verdun comes smashing through. Is it smashing through, right? Yeah. Wow. No. You know what? It, it's funny because it was kind of like that because we were watching and we're like right there. But then when he finished, like, man, the guy was like beat tired. And so we're standing there like, oh, okay, let's not bother him, you know? And then and then we're like, okay, no, no. And then we're like, okay, no, let's just say hi. And then we went over like so timidly to say hi. But then so he was like, struck. but yeah, like you're starstruck, but also like you're like, okay, but this guy, like, you know, you're, you're totally intruding his life. Like this is his professional mm -hmm. life. But then he was like right away, like so friendly taking photos, whatever. Yeah. Like just, but, and that all has to stem from Cordero, right? Like mm -hmm. it all has to stem from that, like being your coach and like, like Prince is saying with Nurmagomedov and like you're saying, um, Brandon with Roach, right? Like it's all about like how the coach, what they instill in you and the kind of person that they are. Right. Mm -hmm. I think we, I think all three of us picked people that we thought were probably like nice people in real life, not just about like For their sure. accomplishments. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like the we, MMA equivalent of like when you see NBA players like shooting and then they let you like get the ball and go for a shot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yes, I'm touching the hardwood. Yes. It's the greatest. Yeah. No. Yeah. The only difference with my coach is that, you know, he lets his, uh, you know, three, four year old kid wrestle with bears. So that's, I don't know. That, that is honestly i i rock with that so hard like that's that is so cool that's like you want your kid to be like so yes, cool and so do all this crazy stuff in in the and toronto and in, in the toronto version would, of it would be we'd get like a, a raccoon just down the street and be like here you fight this yeah the raccoon yeah like, and then that, that's how you that's how you get your your sparring experience our our yes. version of it Scarborough sending off your uh, six or seven year old to like STC to go to <laughs> yeah. Walmart or something <laughs> in, in the back, in the back, right? There you go. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to get through eight of these raccoons or squirrels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, if anyone from uh, child services is watching our podcast, they're going to be uh, knocking at Prince's door one day. Just, uh, just making sure you don't have any raccoons, sir. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> show exactly. me where they are. And, yeah. you know what, and, and Tim, you know what I'd be telling them? I'd be like, uh, check out the new podcast. It'll explain everything. Follow would us you, by inside. Would you like to buy a shirt? Would you like to, would buy, you like a to shirt? buy a shirt? Yeah. I'd have them sit down and watch the like all all six, seven episodes that we have up on uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I will say. I'll show you why my kid is safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say uh, another good coach that I want to point out is Mr. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon is a good coach, man. Like, Brandon, I remember you coming to the gym, like, young kid. Uh, you started at P4P? Like, was that your first gym? Yeah, that was number yeah. one. That was, like, similar thing, too. I mean, I got to give a shout-out to Justin because it's kind of, like, major Big Brother vibes. It's kind of like what you said about, like, what the coach teaches you. I yeah. came in here as, like, a 15-year-old kid, and, like, it's all just, you know, as it is. Like, you know, you're so susceptible to, like, peer pressure and, like, you know, what all you're doing. And then you go to your coaches and these people who you just kind of, like, look up to, and then they teach you stuff. And you take yeah. it with you as you, you know, going through puberty, which is like super weird. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of like make it your own and then, you know, 
like give it back onto your community and whatever. Mm -hmm. and it's just like the similar kind of thing. Yeah, but I do want to give a shout out because Brandon is a really good coach, man. So like, yeah, I remember seeing you when you got there brand new. And then, you know, several years later, there you are. And you were coaching some of the classes. And I always thought like, yeah, man, Brandon does a great job in doing the classes. So uh, thank hopefully, you, thank you. yeah, hopefully when those are back, we'll see you. We'll see you there again, man, for sure. Much more to do. Yeah. Um, all right. Next topic we have is uh, a fight that was announced, which is kind of crazy well i guess we'll see what you guys think but it's uh michael chandler versus charles Oliveira. the question that i've put on the screen is is this the right fight to make um and the reason i'm saying that is because obviously where the hell is poirier uh where is conor mcgregor where is justin gaethje and uh you know Lots of lots of top contenders there, and then all of a sudden, it seems like Chandler has really slipped in. Yeah, uh, Oliveira for sure. I feel like Oliveira was a was a no brainer. I thought it was going to be Oliveira versus Poirier. Uh, this is for the light, you know, for anybody that doesn't really watch too much of UFC. Why would you be watching this podcast? But uh, thank you for watching. <laughs> Lightweight championship in UFC is vacated by Habib Nurmagomedov that we yeah. were just showing, and so the title fight is this really big number one contender, Oliveira who is on a bah, 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 an eight win streak. Mm -hmm. He's 30 and eight. And they're putting him up against Michael Chandler, who is a three times Bellator lightweight champion. Uh, he's 22 and five, and he's on a three fight win streak, one fight win streak in the UFC. He just came over here. So uh, Prince, turn it to you. What do you yeah. think of this fight? You like yeah. it? I, you know what? I think the UFC was just want, they wanted to switch it up. We've seen Poirier, we've seen Kurt McGregor, we've seen uh, these guys already compete, uh, Justin as well. We want to see new blood. We want to see w what else is in the division, and I think this this uh, matchup makes sense because Chandler, after he he made his first debut, I was everyone's like, oh, what, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, you know what vibe I got? I don't know if you guys got this, but I got the same vibe. Remember when Anderson Silva first stepped into the UFC? He fought Chris Lubin. Lubin. Yeah, yeah, Lubin. So he came, he came in and everyone's like, oh, man, this poor this Anderson Silva guy is going to get destroyed his first debut. He came in there and it was a clinic. Like he went in there and destroyed him. He showed his Muay Thai skills. And with Chandler, just, you see the raw power, right? And that's what... Uh, dominated him in all the other divisions that he fought in, right? So um, I honestly think this is going to be a very exciting fight. I'm actually excited to see. I'm kind of rooting for Chandler, man. I really want this guy to win because he's just a, he's just a beast, like pure power, pure uh, brute strength. So uh, yeah, that's what I think. I think it's, a, it's I think it's a smart matchup just for the UFC end. They've actually uh, you know they're like you know what let's switch it up. Like everyone sees the same guys over and over. You know Cowboy Cerrone, we see the same guys over. They're like okay, yeah. let's let's throw more. Like let's grab this guy and this guy. Let's put them together. Let's see what happens, right? And so that's that's what I'm uh, mm -hmm. I'm saying. That's my thoughts. What do you think, Timmy? Me? We'll let yeah. our our poor guest go last. I'm saying this is the wrong fight for Poirier. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? Poirier, Poirier beats Connor. For sure, he should have the title shot. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I think what he's doing, what they're saying is that he's lined up to fight Connor again for the for the trilogy. Yep. Right. But and and obviously Poirier kind of must want that because of the money. Yep. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. Sure. If he loses that fight, 
he, out of he's, contention. Now he's out of contention for the title. Mm-hmm. If he fought for the title, even if he lost, he still has the trilogy fight with Connor because Connor still wants to get that fight back, right? So if mm-hmm. you fit and the money he's going to make fighting Connor has to be well above the money he would make for fighting for the title. For sure, for sure. So so I feel like why would you do this one first and then give up this money? Because you should fight for the title first, get whatever that payday is, win, lose, or draw, you then make the big money against Connor, even if you're the loser or you're the champ. Like, because that money's got to be like way out of regular league money. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, 100%. So, I, so I feel like if Poirier gave this up, which is how some of the media outlets seem to like say that's what they think, I think he made a really bad choice here, man. In terms of Chandler fighting for the belt, sure, why not? Look, a lot of us don't really watch a lot of Bellator, so we don't really know Chandler, right? But mm-hmm. to Prince's point, this is the chance to kind of promote this guy. Yeah. Um, he could pull a Ben Askren and get knocked out really quick on his second UFC fight, and then what are you going to do with this guy, right? Charles Oliveira is amazing, man. Holy moly, this guy is For good. Sure, yeah, it's going to be... And so, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And then the other thing I'm going to say with this fight is that you also have uh, Dariush that we were just talking about, and he's fighting, um, who's Dariush fighting? He's fighting somebody, but Gaethje has no opponent. So for some reason, Justin Gaethje yeah. has no opponent, and he's and he's uh, been in the news saying that he's confused because he thought he was fighting Chandler, and now that fight's gone, so he doesn't know what's happening. So uh, there's a little bit of a mix-up in the whole rankings and the fights, but I say the fight is bad for Poirier. That's what I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think, Brandon? I don't know. I feel like it's it's similar to like the John Jones situation off that light heavyweight. It's kind of like when your champion has been dominating literally everybody, and then you know, like God unforeseen circumstances pushes him out, then you have this like crazy power struggle, power vacuum, and then like it's kind of like what Prince says. You know, like these we've been seeing the same guys over and over, and like Dana's not a smart guy. He's he's a smart guy. You know, he knows that. Yeah. You know, you can see these fights again and it might go similar, might go change a little bit, but there's money in allowing like Chandler, like this dark horse from Bellator. And it seems like, I don't know, maybe he hasn't learned from Ben Askren or maybe he's just thinking it can go a different way, but like he thinks Chandler can pull it off. And Oliveira, after that amazing performance against Ferguson, yeah, Ferguson was the one we thought would dethrone everybody. You know, That's right. He'll destroy yeah. McGregor, he'll destroy yeah. Khabib. Yeah. And then now Oliveira has destroyed Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And now it makes sense to be Oliveira. Yeah. Maybe even if he's not the number one, but just in terms of like where he's placed himself after yeah, yeah. his past couple fights and his last performance for sure. Mm-hmm. And Chandler is kind of like iffy, like, yeah, for sure, Justin Gaethje, but it might, I can maybe understand the UFC's perspective because it's just like, okay, you know, Khabib just kind of babied you and maybe we should <laughs> yeah. just put you out of the spotlight for a little bit, let you keep your ranking, and then the new champion, you can challenge him. But that's and sorry, and that's that's who um, Dariush is fighting. He's fighting uh, Tony Ferguson. Oh, okay. So that's why you've got you've got Dariush kind of coming out from behind, fighting Ferguson. You've got now you know Chandler and Oliveira, and then you've got Poirier and Connor. You've got all these fights going on. But yeah, Gaethje's kind of sitting there waiting in the wings. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm a huge Gaethje fan, man. Like Gaethje is like so mm-hmm. amazing. So I'm in for any fight. Yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. I just don't know. Uh, I don't know. So wait, what are you saying, Brandon? You like that fight for the title? 
I like Oliveira for sure. Chandler, I can understand from like mm -hmm. a marketing perspective because we need a guy to be like, you know, meteoric. And then it does help you set up Gaethje against the champion, whoever it is. Yeah. You know, probably Oliveira. But I mean, <laughs> Chandler is just weird. Like it's, I can understand where Dana wants, like, because he just needs to, that new hype. Because let's not forget how much, yeah. how much pressure you put on Sage Northcutt. How much pressure you put on CM Punk. Super you know I mean? Sage. Yeah. Exactly. And then that's what happens. So, I mean, yeah. I can understand Dana wanting to push it for marketing purposes. So you got to, yeah. yeah, I mean, so you got to drum up publicity. And the thing is, it's it's all about, you know, it's all about profit. It's all about making money, right? And so, I mm -hmm. mean, everyone's like, oh, which one's the right fight? No, which one draws the most butts in the seats? What's, which one buys more pay-per-view, right? And this, can you imagine whoever wins out of this? If, say, Chandler wins, then... The person that's holding the throne is ex Bellator. They're ex nemesis. Like you know, they're nemesis. Like it's UFC's. Like you know, they they've got they don't like each other, right? And so you've got this guy that's holding the UFC title. So what? Where's all the UFC guys to come and defend it? So mm -hmm. now you're building up yeah, yeah, all yeah. this hype around it. So that's what I think, and they need that. They need that drama, right? And that what that's what gets people going and people wanting to watch more, right? So, yeah. That's what I, I will say for the Poirier, like um, McGregor, number three. I, I mean, I, I think I have to disagree with you, Tim. I think that makes sense for for Poirier because, man, any trilogy with McGregor, like you said, it's a red panty night, man. Like you're you're going to the to the horses, man. Like you're going crazy. When he was yeah. doing Nate Diaz, those but ones, he's, every single one of them broke PPV. You know, I know, but I know, but I'm saying no. I'm saying Poirier can fight McGregor for the trilogy. Just do it later. That, that trilogy is always there for you. Like, mm, I don't, yeah. unless the only reason I think Poirier takes his fight is because Poirier is going to retire. Inle unless he just thinks, like, hey, I'm just going to do one more fight with McGregor, which if he's super confident, he's like, I'm not going to take a lot of damage. I'm going to win. I'm going to make millions of dollars. Yeah. And then I'm just going to retire and ride off into the sunset. He's got all his charity work. We talked about this in our other podcast, Prince. He's yeah. got his charity work. He's got his nice family, his wife, his daughter. Mm -hmm. He can go live a wonderful life in Louisiana, right? Work on charity and stuff with millions of dollars. And then maybe maybe that's his play. I don't know. I'd hate to see him gone, though, man, because his fights, just like Gaethje, are just wars. Yeah. I, I think but, he's just confident. He just, like, I just put... McGregor yeah. right so quickly that I can do it again and get paid like a couple million bucks and then mm -hmm. afterwards I'm like the number one contender after all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I yeah. demolish McGregor twice, then Dana White can't see anything because I've just sold I've just been the headliner of these two amazing PVVs. Give me a third one. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Maybe. We'll see. Uh pretty interesting. But mm -hmm. uh yeah. All right. Prince, I think that is it for our topics. So what we are going to do now is our fight on site. Yes, here we oh. go. No, no, the last unveil. Wait, what's the last unveil? Our fight on site? Yes, this is the oh, third oh, one. Oh, for, for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for you, this is a fight on unveil. Yeah. Um, Someone says Ariana Grande and Megan The Stallion. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 Brandon. You're going to like this one. This was no, no. It's, it's worse than that, Brandon. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. Let's, no, let's, no, call, okay, let's go. Let's go. Tip, bust it out. Let's go. All right, hold on. So let me get our uh, our logo here. I'm so sorry, Brandon. I don't know why this is all over you. Hold on. It's not actually. It won't be because uh, we move Prince over into the um, spotlight position here. Oh, beauty. Do we do that now? No, we do that later. 
But yeah, we can do Prince because Prince, I want you to put your person up first, anyways. No, why don't you uh, put yours up first? <laughs> I, I think I think you like your second. I like mine second because the right. band is gonna be like, what? Let's go, go. Let's it's go. Taylor Swift. I'm guess, I'm guessing right now, Taylor Swift. <laughs> go, go. Right, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm good there. Uh, all right, let's see here. Okay, so this is you know where we put up, and and Brandon knows because he's a fan of the show, right? So we put up two fantasy fighters against one another. Um, we've done a whole bunch. Prince, uh, we'll do the score later because I got to tally it up. <laughs> no, I lost again. I'm now down three to one. No, three zero, right? Three zero. I'm down man. three zero because uh, Wei Li Zhang, uh, sorry, Wei Li Zhang lost to Nunez. So I got destroyed on that one. So, uh, Brandon, that was like, a, that, that, I didn't even know. That why. was really bad. That was that, such I a mean, bad call. <laughs> that was so I mean, bad. I would see, and you know, it started out when the voting happened and guys, we uh, put the votes up on Saturday on our Instagram. Um, it was uh, like a couple of votes for Wei Li Zhang. It's like, ooh, this is not bad. And then a couple more votes for Wei Li Zhang and then Nunes kind of a little bit. And then like just overnight, it was just like just a million came in oh, for God. Nunes. I was like, oh, it's not even close. So yep, three and oh, Prince, you're three, zero and one uh, against me. Okay, so this is our Grammy edition. And that means what we're doing is we're picking uh, musical entertainers, musical singers to go up in a battle. Again, this is all fantasy. This is not really happening. But my pick is, and I did zero um, preparation for this too, Prince. So I don't know what you've got planned. But I have nothing. All I know is I've got this guy. <laughs> Did you win? <laughs> yeah, 50 cent. 50, 50 cent. Look at that. I think unofficially he's already won a lot of these. He's <laughs> All right. So my guy, 50 Cent, he has, um, he's talked about fighting many, many times, like different people, different whatever, right? He's always talking about it. Uh, I don't know. Is he even still singing? I don't even know. No, right? Uh, like, featuring, I think. Yeah, it's right? Just like here like and there. TV shows and stuff like that. Right, Tim, right, right. Tim, he's rapping, not singing. Brutal. Yeah, performing, <laughs> performing, performing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's singing. Now. Yeah, I thought he's on some Usher vibes, yo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, I have nothing. I'm going to say his three. I have no uh, stats or anything on this guy, Prince. All I know is this guy is strong as hell. I'm going to say that he's got strength on his side. Uh, he's got, uh, I'm going to say that he's got a right cross um, that will uh, destroy <laughs> your opponent no matter what it is. I'm going to say that. And uh, I'm going to say that he's got durability. I mean, look at the abs. This guy's going to take body shots and, and shots no problem. And he's going to come back and attack your guy. So 50 cent. That's my I mean, guy. I will say legitimately, and he's talked about this in interviews, he's taken literal gunshots before. So yeah, I mean, yep. <laughs> that's a tough yeah. guy right there. You're not, not going to submit him with a Kimura. The guy's been shot. So yeah, he's going to submit him with a uh, gelatin. <laughs> or maybe put him on a tempura. Prince. All right. Here we go. My turn. Now, now, Prince knew I was picking 50 Cent, Brandon. So okay. get ready for his uh, his pick to beat 50 Cent. This is you this is a guy that's gonna beat 50 Cent. All right, okay. listen up, fight insight fans. So my pick for today's fight on site Grammy edition is the one not what the one and only. Michael Jackson. 
She was mona, bend me, when this is the uh, acapella version. This is the only reason he picked this guy. So that he could do this. I think he's just getting a little confident now because he's zero and three and zero, and now he's just like, you know, I'll just, just throw it out there. He's just throwing one. No, listen, 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 guys. Uh, so. This is the reason why I picked Michael Jackson. Yeah. First of all, have you ever seen anyone go into a, a rumble, yeah. into a gang fight, and have two gangs straight up learn a dance routine you just made up on the spot? He's managed to go in there and yeah. defuse the situation, stop two gangs from fighting, and then have them bust out into like a, a dance routine. It's like mm -hmm. a talk tick dance man like they got That's them all up in that bad boy and listen michael jackson also like the man is uh he's uh he's a how I many you know how many times a man's won the grammys 13 times man 13 yeah. since that the shows, Grammy, yeah, that since shows the, your fighting prowess for sure listen you're it's we're mm -hmm. talking about the grammy edition the guys won 13 grammys months, yeah. like well what else do you what else do you want right and yeah. listen, and you know how many times that guy's gone into a dark alley and cats fall and cats follow him? The cats follow him. He doesn't yeah. usually go into a dark alley. You're running away from the cats. The cats follow you. And he, mm -hmm. he's got cats following him all the way through. And at the end of the day, too, and he's always saving uh Denzel's in dis distress, him by himself. Mm -hmm. and, and he's constantly fighting the mob. Um, he's constantly fighting yeah. the mafia. And you yeah. know, and it's all documented. You, you've got it all in the videos. Do you see? Yeah, I will say too. What is even it? Even when you kill him, he comes back. You know, he's come back as zombies. You know, that's literal zombie. <laughs> right there. So that's a tough one. Yeah, he's turned into a werewolf. Oh, that. That's it. That's it. So guys, so I, I don't know. A lot so of this, power. This one right here, I'm telling you, I honestly think that we've got another another dub for the for 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 the Prince Dot. And uh, I think the only way for us to determine who the actual winner is, is putting it on. Hold on, hold on. Before we do that, I want Brandon's educated, like, pick on who wins this fight. Oh, if, this, if this were to go down, Brandon, as our guest for today, which we appreciate you coming on, Brandon. Super. I like Absolutely. this. I like I like that we have someone, Prince, that has come mm. on just mm. to just like chat with us. It's not like a focused guest. Not yeah. not in that way, but like it's not like where we're just interviewing the guy. Yeah. Uh, this is like where it's just someone to come in and, and uh, an extra voice. Yeah. Like just just a third guy, third guy to uh, bounce stuff mm -hmm. off of. And it's cool, Brandon. And you've done a great job, by the way. Yeah, um, awesome, Brandon. So, pretty, Brandon. pretty nice for your first podcast, actually, Tim. If we can maybe get Brandon up in the big screen oh, over yes, here yes, right. and have him, uh, you know, pick out his uh, his choice for today's fight on site, Grammy edition. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, even though Michael Jackson has all these like crazy powers and all that, I mean, the one thing I'll say about Fifty Cent is that I'm sure is that this dude's crazy. Like he, if you. If you, you know, you're fighting a human, you know, you, you're, you'll kind of square up, put your chest out and you'll fight, you know, maybe yeah. you get like, uh, you know, bear and some people will kind of run away. Other people will fight. I know 50s 
thrown down. You no, know, there's no doubt about it in my head. And if you get yeah. like, you know, a werewolf, a vampire, a zombie, 50 is not, he's fighting in all of those situations. There's no, no situation fear. I can imagine where he backs out. Even if he's None. fighting like a whale in the ocean, he'll yeah. still do it because that's just the mentality that 50 has. You know what I mean? But he's disadvantaged or whatever. He will, <laughs> he will risk it all to go to go toe to toe. Whatever I've, Michael Jackson pulls out, you know what I mean. So, yeah. But I, I honestly, Brandon, but I'd, I'd honestly be weary of the man that constantly wears white tube socks everywhere. If you got a man rocking white tube socks over tap shoes, it's 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 a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. Something's about mm-hmm. to go down. <laughs> it, 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 it's mm. gonna be it's gonna be bad. Michael Jackson bad. Oh, nice. Uh, he was trying to say that. Yeah. He's been working on that all week long, Brandon. Uh, also, I do I do want to say I'm pretty sure 50 Cent fighting a whale in the ocean is is going to be the name of this podcast. That is <laughs> that's comedy gold. He will do it all. Yeah. He will, no doubt about it. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. If a whale looked at him funny. He would yeah. he would attack it. Stupid you know whale. I mean? That's just the way 50 is. <laughs> So that you know, Michael right. Jackson with whatever he got, fifty's throwing down. I don't care. Uh, but right. you know, uh, yeah. Well, if it was Michael Jackson, he'll probably have that whale swimming in uh, Neverland, and taken care of, and you know, and, and all that good stuff. Because that's the type of person he is. But then after he'd fight the whale, that for his, you know, for for payment, it's staying at Neverland. At the ne- was it called Neverland or ne- Never Ranch? What Neverland it, it called? Ranch. Neverland, Neverland Ranch. Yeah. Ranch. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. All right, Prince. Get your technology ready, my friend. Ooh. So, Brandon, as you can, as you know, I've spent millions and millions of my life earned uh, my life savings into this simulator that I've put so much hard work and dedication to. So today, okay. we shall have our our our, our uh, fifty cent avatar Spider Man. Oh. Right? right, we are. Oh. Miles. No. Yes. What? Yeah. Why is this Miles? The other Miles. version, you know. It's the new, yeah, the other the uh, alter right. universe. Okay. Well, you want okay. Peter Parker? Spider Man. No, I'm just saying it's the wrong suit. But anyways, forget. Okay. <laughs> okay. So right. fifty cent. Fifty cent is Spider Man. Again, for the people that are listening on Spotify and Apple uh, podcast, we got to. Uh, say okay so spider-man again this is a sticker it's on a reusable straw very eco-friendly yeah but blam michael jackson oh, michael jackson is dr strange dr strange that's real good so so we'll go there you go but blam oh there goes, oh wow, actually they, they stuck together. Hold on, hold on. And then we got a little technical difficulties. And, and as and, I think and, that just means 50 is being resilient. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's sticking on for dear life. Refuses, refuses to go down. Refuses to go <laughs> this down. is a little bias, don't you think? But blam, there you go. And who stays on top? We've got ourselves Michael Jackson, aka <laughs> Doctor Strange, on top. Well, surprise. 50 cent, 50 cent got hit like I got hit, but he ain't breathing. You guys don't know that. That's a little bit 50 cent line. But yeah, I honestly think Michael Jackson's the one gonna, that's going to be taking this bad boy. And uh, no. Oh yeah. my God. Well, no. you know what? We'll, we'll not, just not even, 
Tim, we're just going to see yeah, the, yeah. you know, what the fans has to say and what they think about the whole thing. Because trust me, I've got numerous, numerous people watching this podcast and listening to it right now. They've got Michael Jackson, Thriller, all up in their C- the CDs too. Some of them even have vinyl records of it. So I, you know, yeah. if you're diehard fans, you're voting for MJ. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, Brandon, this brings our podcast to a... <laughs> crashing halt as it always does uh brandon before uh well before we go brandon where can people find you uh if they want to follow you they want to see you they want to talk to you um i mainly just have instagram brandon l uh two o's two n's um it's pretty much it all right follow send us a message whatever all right cool man and uh we'll put that up in the uh we'll put that up in the youtube so people can follow you um you do teach or you're going to be teaching at p4p in markham right mm-hmm, hopefully hopefully in the future yeah you'll be doing that so people can also find you there uh prince thanks for the show today i think we did a good job we did this is uh this was a nice one we just did uh, random topics we had a nice mm-hmm. guest join us we're good yeah, and you know what? And plus, the fans got to see the brand new T-shirts that are about to come out. They're going to yep. be going on sale very soon. And we're going to be coming up with a brand new track. You know, the CD, the single is dropping real soon. No, and hold on. Have it on iTunes. But, but, but we're not kidding about the song. The song that you that you premiered is actually going to be our intro song that we're going to attach to the podcast. Once we figure it out, we're going to, and we, and we, and we clip it down and we get it all set. It's going to actually be our intro. Like, I don't want people to think we're just goofing around. Like this is, we're really working on our intro music, right? Yeah. Tim, and I don't want people uh, thinking that we're goofing around those. I'm actually dropping an album. Like, I don't oh, know what's oh, going Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I forgot. Yeah. I've been working on it. I've been working on it since I've known you guys. So it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's on the works and it's dropping. And plus we're going on tour next week. I might not Ooh. even be on the next podcast. So, I don't know. I'll talk to my tour manager, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got uh, Mr. Brandoon LL ready to step up. So step up to just say I've, I've known Prince for like six years now. So I'm, there you go. Hard work. It's a long time to work on an album, but you know whatever. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. okay. That's I was gonna it. say that too, Brandon. Hey, listen. Uh, I only release like it's. It, I'm like Frank Ocean. I only release like once in a blue moon when I feel it's right, and it's for free. Like like a chance, like once in a while, you know, it's for free for the kids. Okay, I do for okay. the children, for the children. All right, All right before, Timmy B. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go, we went to the people and we asked, what song are you going to sing us out on today, Prince? So oh. let me uh, pull this out. I did ask and uh, we had uh, several uh, people reply. So thank you to the people. Uh, you've got your choice, Prince, between Dynamite by BTS, you've got oh my. Uh, Bye 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 by NSYNC. Ooh, that would be uh, a yeah, nice yeah. one to walk out to. You know that uh, one for sure. And uh, let me pick another one here. I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. And Invisible Man by 98 Degrees. Oh, wow. I did, I did. So uh, Brandon, thank you for coming. Well, before Prince starts singing, thanks a lot, buddy. I really appreciate you coming in. This was awesome and I'm glad that you uh, came in. Yeah, that's fun. Prince? Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Tell me why ain't nothing but a myth. A little on the snare, I can't hear a snare, snare. 
Ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never wanna hear you say. I want it that way. That's what he likes. He likes to do this. Right inside.